0: Hello, welcome to Over the Knee. I'm CynicalDom on Tumblr, and I'm here with...
1: I'm Amy Submits on Tumblr.
0: I want to start off with uh, something I've been thinking about recently, and uh, sorry about the ambient dog noises, if you hear it. Um, Like, I've always occasionally seen posts on Tumblr about... uh, I guess I can't even think of a specific example, but in my mind it was always... uh, to be a dom, you sh- you shouldn't um, ask questions when you're really doing demands or instructions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's occurred to me that I, I do that a lot. Like when I'm like basically telling you to do something, I always phrase it. Not always, but more often than not, phrase it as a question. Mm-hmm. And uh, it used to be when I would see those posts, I would kind of roll my eyes and like, I don't know what I thought. I guess maybe I was a little defensive, but I don't know what made me do it. But I I thought, like, why do I ask you things when I'm telling you to do things? Um, And I know you don't take it that way. Like, you understand what I'm actually saying. Right. That's very clear. Um, So, like, like the inspiration for this thought was not, like, Try and, like, change your behavior.
1: Right. Because, like, I feel like we have a functional mm-hmm. communication style. that And I think that's why you probably haven't thought twice about it up until now. is because it works.
0: mm mm-hmm. um, I think part of that is just because you're a very, very agreeable person. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> but uh, and I think I came to the conclusion that it comes out of kind of... <clears throat> I don't know, I guess a timid instinct.
1: Really? Yeah, I That don't, surprises me.
0: I guess I... <clears throat> like, when I... I don't think when I do it. It's just the way I form right. those sentences. But, like, I, What other reason is there for asking someone when you're actually meaning to tell them?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's just something, like, our society just shows us that that's nice.
0: Yeah, but I'm not like talking about like not saying please. And not...
1: Maybe we should give an example of what we're.
0: Um, like I mean, a very simple one. Like would be like, uh, um, please make me some sausages. <laughs>
1: sausages. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's breakfast time. Please make me some sausages. Instead of like my normal instinct would be, um, hey, would you please make me some sausages or. Something like that.
1: Okay, so you're saying the the second example you gave there is what more of what you currently do, mm-hmm. and you want to do more of the
0: former. Yeah. I mean, I know it seems very anal, because usually when you think about this kind of stuff, it's about correcting a problem. And it isn't that at all. It just, I don't know. I guess I want to say what I mean. And I think... I, f- I feel like a little bit of hesitation from you, and I think that comes from, like, we talked about this a little bit before, you voiced, like, you concerned about how it would be interpreted when we have kids, um, but also I assume there's probably a little bit of hesitation of what's normal and comfortable for us, like, turning into almost something that could be dehumanizing.
1: Mm, I don't know that it could be dehumanizing when you're still saying, please.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's kind of what I'm trying to say, too. And thank you, too, because, like, I think even if it's a demand, I mean, it's you still can ultimately say no. And I think saying please with a demand is still, it's a way of kind of, like, explicitly recognizing your humanity and, (laughs) and saying thank you is, even though I demanded it, I understood it was still a choice for you to do it, and thank you.
1: Well, and it's still appreciation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: I don't know the like I think that's a little bit of my hesitate, and I don't feel like I'm genuinely hesitating, mm-hmm. like uh, this is fine by me, but um I think more so, um I think i am I'm just comfortable with it, mm-hmm. and i don't i I have never read the way that you request things from me as less than dominant, and so part of me like is kind of feeling bad that like i it seems like that's how you're reading yourself. Mm. and so it's like i don't feel that way and like so i don't want to like i'm not saying you're wrong for wanting to do this of course but um yeah like i, I think it's like i feel a little defensive of mm. you being dominant in your phrasing already i guess
0: <laughs> yeah I, I think part of my issue is i'm really bothered by like like most of what passive aggression is is people uh
1: oh yeah
0: asking things that aren't actually questions Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and like i don't think i'm doing that but i I just
1: well right because it's not passive-aggressive because we both understand that it's not really a request Mm -hmm. Uh, well it is a request but that's not um is what's you know what i'm trying to say yeah you can ultimately
0: say no but it's a demand but i mean
1: right like it's an expectation mm -hmm, i guess and so it's not like it's not like you're asking me if i feel like doing a favor it's Mm -hmm. it's an instruction um like, but we've just understood that since we've started DS, that that's, that's just our language. And so it just, mm-hmm. it, and so there, it can't be passive aggressive because we both understand the yeah. language, you know?
0: And I think like my thought process is not like, like this is like proto passive aggression. It's passive aggression is so like gross and disgusting because it's, is. It's
1: manipulative. (laughs) I
0: don't even know if it's manipulative, because I I think most people understand what's meant by passive aggression. It's just, uh, why don't you just say what you mean to say?
1: Yeah, it seems a little immature, maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know, like, I think me even bringing this up makes it sound like it's a bigger thing than it is, but I just thought it was mildly interesting.
1: Yeah, I I see what you're saying. Like, I don't, I think we're, like, completely on the same page. Like. Mm -hmm.
0: So it just, it really boils down to, uh, it's not a problem, but why not just say what you're actually saying?
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's a very simple thing. Although, oddly enough, I kind of assumed this would have been one of those things where I think about it and it's just like a dial's turned. But like, like even today, like, I, j- I heard it coming out of, as it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> you catch it, yeah. but it's too late, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's very, very ingrained um, the other thing I want to talk about um, occurred to me when I saw a post by uh, Sub Girly Girl on Tumblr, and uh, I think the uh, the main gist of the post isn't like super relevant to us. It was you know about uh, how uh, trying to find a dom can be difficult when you're with someone who you can tell has dominance in them, but has you know lived a life of vanilla, mm. and maybe it's. A lot harder for them to... Break it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the gist of that post more has to do with, like, uh, not taking rules seriously. Mm. Um, but I don't think I fail in that effort. Like, No, yeah. I have internalized that, like, rules and punishment are kind of... They're uh, kind of like a covenant between us and, like, to not respect those rules and to hold up our ends is kind of it's a disrespect to our relationship
1: I just saw a drop of water come from your hair and drop between your eye and your glasses because you were outside it was very odd like I saw the little tiny bead of water drop (laughs) and like you didn't even notice it um Um, I'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) That was super distracting.
0: <laughs> that rules are. Uh,
1: oh right, that they're they're a huge um, pillar to everything else that we're doing.
0: Yeah, but I think it's even worth putting a finer point on it than that. That it's kind of rules and punishment are a tool to show each other effort, and when yeah. one of us fails on that end it's kind of a deep form of disrespect. And I'm not saying like life doesn't get in the way and there's fumblings on both sides. Sure. Right. Um, but, uh, the part of her post that, uh, made me think was, uh, when she had used the example of, uh, for one of their rules, picking out her outfit. And, uh, he said, I don't care. Like, you know, pick what you like. And, uh, like, I've never done that with rules, mm-hmm. but I, I have done that with, like, what we talked about before, like, little decision things. Like food or... Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a big one, but I think we probably even with clothes before. Um, I think I do that a lot less, but... Um, I don't,
1: yeah, I don't specifically remember it with yeah. clothes, but, yeah.
0: Um,
1: but we have no rules on those things, yeah. right?
0: and that is a big difference, but... It, The way she worded it, um, when the question was posed, they recognized the opportunity. And she talks about how um, when a submissive asks for a decision, um, it's in a sense an opportunity to show dominance, or another way to put that is to show care. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think I ever, like in my narcissism, really realized that, like... I would if it was like a rule, but if it's just you asking me something little, it's... My brain goes, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I, it, I get it. I, my, my brain focuses on what you're actually asking, like...
1: I think it's probably you thinking about it as if from your own brain. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you ask somebody for input, unless they feel like there's a right or a wrong answer, you don't want them to tell you their opinion because mm-hmm. you don't care. Definitely. Um, and so I think that's probably why you perceive it that way is because you... Did, did I explain that? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: No, and so that's... I think that's kind of in line with the first thing I said that I would like to change. Um, and it will probably be harder or easier said than done just because it's, you know, it's just kind of uh, trying to override, like... An instinct, but um, yeah, but I think, like that wording that um it's an opportunity, like I think that's a a valuable insight, I think that'll like help me change that, and again, this is not one of those things where
1: well, and I think this happens very like really, pretty rarely, like maybe a couple times a month or something, yeah, yeah, so I mean
0: yeah, again, like it's not like I'm trying to solve a problem, it's just I don't know.
1: I think it's more like, I think um, my understanding is that it, this stood out to you because you recognized that it's an opportunity. And so it just switched your perspective on how you perceive it when I'm requesting your
0: well, opinion. Yeah. And like, I think this is the opposite of like identifying a problem that needs to be solved. Like it's an opportunity to strengthen the relationship.
1: To grow. Yeah. yeah.
0: So why not take advantage of it?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and it's funny, like, because we've talked about it. I think, on the podcast before about how um, food is a weird one because Mm -hmm. um, I don't, depending on the situation, I mean, like, a million different reasons why I ask you for, like, your food input, but for other things, and I think food, I really don't remember you ever saying that you don't care when it comes to clothes, Um, and that's really the main things I ask for your opinion on little things is clothes and food. Um, but certainly when I ask you clothes, I really am asking you what you prefer because I want to wear whatever you think I look cutest in. And so it really is an opportunity. I'm trying to please you.
0: Yeah. And I think, though.
1: And um, to be honest, I'm not. That's not why I ask you what I to know. eat. I'm not trying to please you or mm. submit to you necessarily even when I ask you for
0: food. I think there's a lot of times. I just
1: said if I ask you for food, that makes me <laughs> feel like a little dummy or something.
0: In my dribble. <laughs> Um, no, it just occurred to me and I think this occurred to me before, but I forgot it. Um, like, I think there's a lot of times where you're like trying to figure out like plans that you're going to do something like alone with your family. Oh gosh. Um, I'm scared. I think, (laughs) I think a lot of times I don't say I don't care, but I like, I don't think I, I think you could use like a direct answer.
1: Oh, God, I just made me all me
0: <laughs> Like, see, so, like, I assume in a good way.
1: <laughs> I'm feeling called out because I you're talking about a specific incident.
0: I don't think I am. Either.
1: Oh, that's funny. Okay. So this just, so this just, a, that just happened to happen, like, a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was weird because... So, that's the other thing. Again, we don't have any rules about me, like, necessarily needing your permission to do things, like, socially or whatever. Like, as long as I can get my chores and things done Mm -hmm. in that day, I'm fine. Um, But I've just kind of always asked you, and that's something we did before we decided to become DS. It's just Mm -hmm. an instinctual thing we've done. Um, But when I was asking you, and I I forget even what it was. It was some family thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I asked you and you told me that you didn't think um that I needed to say yes essentially and it was somebody asking me to do something as a favor for them um. and um we had just gotten back from like traveling and like as an introvert I like needed a down day mm-hmm. um but I have a hard time telling people no if they need a favor for me. And that's the thing. She, It it wasn't even a needed thing. It was a desired favor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, when you said, like, well, like, I don't think you should feel pressure to say yes. Like, I, you know, like, I understood that you're saying I know that you would like a down day and that you could use a down day. And I know that you are just thinking about saying yes because you feel like you can't say no and that you shouldn't feel that way. and. Um, so I know that you're right.
0: <laughs> but it doesn't solve the actual issue.
1: Yes. <laughs> like I'm
0: pointing out things you already know.
1: Well, sort of. But then it's sort of like, I don't, this is going to sound mean. I don't mean it mean. But it almost like adds another layer of problem for me. Because you now I, want I know, you to say no. I, right. Because now it's like, I feel like I should say no because you want me to say no. And so I did say no because I wanted to (laughs) please you. But then I still felt funny about it. Like I didn't.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I get you.
1: I don't feel like I have um, between a rock and a hard place. Mm
0: -hmm. No, and it is funny because that wasn't the example I was thinking of. Um, I didn't have a concrete example, but that does totally make sense. And like, again, like that, me saying that was me coming from my own perspective again.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Um. Right and I and I, like I had thought about that afterward too. And it's it was kind of funny timing also cuz uh at some point in the last like week or two I had um written about um something that briefly mentioned our social how we handle social things like how I kind of ask you permission but it's not really a rule and you don't really ever tell me no explicitly or anything. Um
0: well I mean if I that sounds like I Impassive aggressive about it which i know i maybe you take it that way i didn't
1: mean it i didn't mean it that way okay
0: because if i ever wanted wanted you to not actually not do something where it would make me angry i would say no
1: oh no uh, i know well and that's and you did you you told me no like exactly one time ever and it was because it was my crazy busy period at work and i was like Mm -hmm. already super behind and so um i i wouldn't have been able to catch up it, like for like weeks if i had done this thing and it was the same exact thing like wanting to do a favor for somebody because i have a hard time telling people no because it makes me feel like a bitch mm-hmm. um but no so i didn't mean that i uh, that's right i wasn't trying to say that you wouldn't if you felt the need but you don't feel the need to control my social life because mm-hmm. you know i need to have a social life and all that yeah um and it's not like I'm not somebody who like goes out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I've like never been in a club in my life. <laughs> um, uh, I had a larger point I wanted to get back to and I forgot what it was.
0: No. So I think lesser with the first example and more with this one, I think the guiding when it's not an explicit expectation of me, I think is a weakness of mine um, and one I would like to change.
1: When it's not an explicit
0: expectation of me to to go gu- to tell you what to do or offer guidance, hmm. and I think it's it's something I don't know if it's exactly a need of yours. I think it was a need of yours. It would have created a problem by now and it came out, right? But I think it's something like you could benefit from and might strengthen our relationship.
1: I'm I get stuck. Like I hate feel I I have a really hard time with you like criticizing yourself. <laughs> Because, um, I, but I think we're saying the same thing, and I'm just getting caught up on feeling like you're being. I feel like you're. I read you saying anything negative about yourself. Like I want to be like you're not failing at anything, because um, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're obviously you're not. Um,
0: yeah, but, but I, mean, I think
1: that that's part of what you're trying to say. It's like you're look. We're, you're trying to point out an area of potential growth, or yeah, um, or something like that, and not uh, not a weakness not a problem um well that's the other thing too is like if this had been a need like we, it would have we would have made it a rule we would have made it explicit or mm-hmm. um whatever. but this could
0: be one of those things where once you have it then it becomes a need for you
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but no i agree that um certainly yeah like there's... i certainly have an issue with like telling t- deciding like favors for people mm-hmm. Um, And so, like, I certainly could use, like, explicit guidance with that. But I kind of feel like at times you've given me that, too. Yeah. Um,
0: Um, I think a tiny bit of the hesitation is, like, you know, it can feel a tinge creepy to, like, say, no, you can't do that for your family, you know?
1: Well, right. And that's kind of like that. That's essentially what that post I had written was about is Mm -hmm. how um, uh, controlling a social life is... It it um, it's a difficult thing because it is so frequently seen in unhealthy relationships yeah. that it kind of puts it kind of waves a red flag. But I think that's really in our situation. It's really a silly
0: yeah, I thing think it's that a,
1: we're you know it it rings a bell in the wrong part of your brain in I our think, situation because obviously we're fine.
0: I think I can thread that needle, and I think um you're very sensitive to uh, that kind of shitty behavior, and I think if I um. Don't thread the needle. I think um you will have the strength to raise a oh, red flag. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, cuz it's like it's it's almost
0: I think that's triggering It would be to triggering you. for yeah. me, yeah. It would be cuz I
1: I've seen too much of yeah, controlling yeah. people when it comes to social life and stuff like that. So it's like yeah, it's not something that would go under the radar. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: I think I'm done with my stuff. Um I think you like uh feel the need to poo-poo on the me saying it's a weakness thing because you don't want people to think that like you're uh, by not saying something you're endorsing me saying that or something like that. Um, But I think I
1: don't think it has to do with other people. Like I think I would feel that need if we weren't on the podcast right now. Really? Yeah.
0: Why? I mean
1: Because because I don't think you should feel critical of how you're doing in like a like not in like. I think,
0: a... I think you're just too dramatic because you think <laughs> you think to be self-critical is to hate yourself or to think that you're failing, which should
1: not hate yourself, but yeah, like I don't, right? I definitely think like, but do you know you're doing okay? <laughs> <laughs> like that's definitely where it comes from.
0: Okay, maybe that stems from like a self-esteem differential.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. Hamburgers. Jeez, <laughs> don't put that in the podcast i'm going to no you're not um so this is an ask that i had come in uh the username is titties and wanderlust um they said i have a question for the podcast i'm curious to know if something has ever happened that made you guys change something about your dynamic like add a rule or drop a rule or anything your major cornerstones i guess so i thought this was interesting um Because when we started domestic discipline, um, we had exactly one rule and, um, we've always added on rules one at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, and weirdly, like, I don't ever feel like we had a, it's not like we intentionally held back from adding another rule. It's just like, we just naturally went very slowly.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and I don't know off the top of my head how many rules we have. Like we don't like write it down or have a contract type thing. Um. But, um, so like in the last year, uh, I, I think we've added like at least three new rules, right? Um, but, um, I don't feel like our dynamic has changed outside of just adding that one rule Mm -hmm. at each stage. And I think I've kind of always felt like that for the most part. Yeah. Do you feel like that too?
0: then when we've added rules we haven't changed the dynamic yeah yeah definitely
1: um and um i feel like like i don't know if if like ever actually talked about this but um we've also like dropped rules over time um and but i don't know that we've done that in a long time uh we kind of had a weird start like uh we started and then like 3 months later we had a roommate and then like our lives went to hell and then, so we had like a rough year where mm-hmm. we almost like 90% at least put domestic discipline on hold. And then we kind of picked it back up again. And so there were like, I know there was one rule at least that we had originally had like in that first year that once we started living alone, we dropped. Um, and I what think. What was that? Uh, shaving. Um, but then like, I think maybe it would have happened anyway, because. Um, I still do shave, like, every time I shower. And so, it's not, it's not a behavior that I've dropped. It's, it's not, like, enforced or anything. Um, and so, I think maybe that's the only one that we've dropped.
0: No, um, we dropped the, uh, dryer one. Oh, yep, we did. did. Because I used to have you, uh. You can't leave any clothes in the dryer because um, I don't like how they get wrinkled if they're not folded immediately. Um, but I, I could not <laughs> find a way to bring myself to do it myself when I did it did laundry too. <laughs> so, so you're I, a
1: big old hypocrite.
0: Yeah. So I changed the rule to just when you do my clothes, which is fair. Yeah.
1: Um, I was trying not to interrupt you and. I had a another one that we dropped that I forgot. We we dropped the bedroom the bedtime rule.
0: That we was only, always a temporary one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But so that was one that we did for like a two months yeah. and then we dropped. So like there are things like that. But I also but I've never felt like um again that our dynamic has changed when we've dropped a rule.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like in my view Well and
0: like even with like the, the bedtime one, I think that like somewhat of an essence of it lingers like it's not a rule but like if i thought you were like
1: doing whatever i wanted
0: not sleeping enough it would be enforced again you'd be good to give proper warning of course but
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i guess (laughs) um
0: the reason we had that rule was because you were so busy, like yes. you would have logical reasons to deny yourself sleep.
1: Right. Because I, right. I had crazy, a crazy work schedule mm-hmm. to where I would, my instinct was to stay up late to mm-hmm. do more work. And that was counterproductive to life and health and whatever. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but so then, I don't know if she cares, but <laughs> I think it's an interesting question, like Um, what do you think are, like, the cornerstones of the development of our DS?
0: Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, the the bit, like, the obvious one is, like, the first rule. Um.
1: Right, because that was kind of the beginning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, moving in here, I mean, I don't know if you'd call that a cornerstone. No. I guess, isn't a cornerstone just kind of a marker of change?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um. It felt like, like a lot of things slipped into place within, <laughs> 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 um, grow up, um, after we moved here because were we were jammed had... <laughs> into place
0: by my iron dom will,
1: <laughs> um, because we had privacy for the first time in what felt like yeah. ever. Um, and so, yeah, so it certainly felt like things picked up, um, just due to the the increase in privacy
0: um, um I think your last uh busy period was a subtle one because uh I think like being that busy um it can it I, I guess it can it's kind of like naturally like a test,
1: oh yeah, that's a really good point, yeah,
0: and I think we did okay through that,
1: yeah, and I remember um I don't know if I wrote about it or not. I think I did. But um, I was kind of nervous going into that busy period because the year prior to that, because I have the same busy period for my job every year, um, had felt difficult to me because um, that, that the first year that we had lived here and then I had my busy period, um, you had started helping me with um, like laundry and um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: was it really just laundry? Maybe just laundry. Maybe like the grocery. I think I think you went grocery shopping without me. Probably like the dogs too. Yeah,
0: very Um, little stuff, but
1: yeah. Um, And um, I I, (laughs) used to leave that in. So that first year, I had kind of gotten really anxious when I had seen you helping me with things that were um, supposed to be my responsibility because I really felt like I was failing and uh i think it really show and you helped me again last year um yeah in all the same ways but um yeah well and more because of you the bad time rule um and also like you had you also more than that you also like helped me with uh turning down clients and and mm-hmm. like managing what projects to take on during that busy period and stuff so i think we actually amped it up quite a bit um, but I, I didn't worry that I was like feeling as you're submissive or that like our mm-hmm. DS was failing. And I think it was because I had learned to recognize that, um, our DS isn't me like doing the dishes every other day and working out every other day. And, um, you know, it, it's not, we don't have to to act the same way every single day in order for you Um, to be the head of the household, to be my dominant, um, letting you choose to help me is more submissive than being like, no, I am your submissive. And so I have to do the laundry. And if not, I'm failing. Like, um, so it actually was giving into like actually letting you lead and help me. (laughs) Choosing to trust me. yeah. Yeah.
0: When I think too, like the period shortly after that, um, like trying to like build a plan with you to try and, um. Do other things with business, like mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I think that kind of goes with what we just talked about. I think our, and maybe even what I've talked about earlier, like I think maybe our DS has transitioned from being less kind of reactive to being more proactive. Hmm. If that makes sense, it's not a fully do you think thought out. Is this for
1: you or for me?
0: Um, no, I think for you too, because like what you had just said, like. If it wasn't for you too, you would like doubt it more. Like you would resist more. You wouldn't trust me with it.
1: So you're saying how I am proactive in this is by allowing these new changes pretty easily?
0: By trusting me.
1: Okay. Gosh. I love your perspective. (laughs) Because my thought was like, I haven't like suggested anything new in a long time. But I I haven't felt like... I don't think that's your role. I mean, I think it could be if I No, did it could something. be
0: if you wanted to be. But I don't think it's like a responsibility of yours.
1: So you don't care that I if I'm not proactive in that way? No. Because my thought is like, I, I feel like I do that if I feel like there's a need.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> what makes um, you proactive is like fear, which comes from me failing. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Stop using the word fail.
0: Oh. I, but I'm not saying I'm failing,
1: but I'm not failing either.
0: No. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, yeah, and I think it's also, um, I think I, I feel like I was more proactive, like in the beginning, but I feel like it was because, um, I had like read about DD Dee Dee a lot more than you did, mm-hmm. and so I felt like I was like I was just the more knowledgeable one, just because I had read more and stuff, and so like I had all these ideas that I kind of vomited at you, and you. Um, picked and chose and denied <laughs> based on what felt right to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was like, that was just kind of, I don't know, like I hadn't I've never thought about any of like details beyond that, you know, like I don't even know if I understand what growth or um, needs that are outside of those core things that we already have. So it's like I'm content. <laughs> you know so I'm maybe,
0: maybe that's another way to put it is it switched from you being proactive to me being proactive.
1: Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. For some reason that makes me insecure. Why? Are you sure that's not bad?
0: No, I think no, not at all. I think I'm that's like I'm a lazy bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> I get that instinct, but I don't think you're a lazy bitch. I mean, a lot of <laughs> a lot of these things are about stuff for you to do. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, that's a good point.
0: Like I oh, like we like We've way padded out your schedule.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. So. Yeah! Ah, Give <laughs> me that credit. I don't think, I have been doing more. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't think you're a lazy bitch at all. I think I'm leading more.
1: Yeah. Well, you were leading before.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, we'll go on. Um, but so, I would agree with that. That's, that was really interesting to me, though, because I hadn't thought that, like, my answer to this would have been, like, uh, essentially that uh, we definitely, obviously, when we started, then when we moved in here. And um, there was also a period, like, within, like, maybe a few months after we moved here where mm-hmm. I feel like we hit some milestones with kink that kind of felt oh, like a cornerstone. Yeah. That's definitely one, too. Um But then I, then I think those would have been my only ones. Mm-hmm. But I definitely see what you're saying now. Um, but I think... Um, I don't really perceive RDS as being a specific set of rules, which maybe sounds funny. I think of, like, the kind of the heart or the core of RDS is domestic discipline, uh, kind of traditional gender Mm rules, and um, letting you lead our relationship and our lives. And so, like, I really feel like that's us in a nutshell. And I think that has... um, I, it's certainly grown a lot. Mm-hmm. But the the seeds of that were there from the beginning. I don't know, maybe not so much you leading. Like, I think when we first started, we thought it was just rules. And then at some point we realized, like, no, like, you are also leading our relationship. We already had been, but we just started, I, in my mind, I started realizing it was part of our DS. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, in that sense, like, I don't feel like our dynamic itself has changed like the the type of ds that we want is essentially always yeah. the same at the heart I don't, of it. yeah that's
0: never changed yeah. yeah
1: um okay so we're that's good on that question right yeah i think so um
0: damn it i said B yeah again
1: yeah <laughs> so a question this is kind of this isn't a specific question i've gotten but it's one that um i get messages kind of generally a lot um 24-7 DS is one of those things that kind of, like, flummoxes people. And that's why we, like, did a podcast on it before. Mm-hmm. But um, when our life is hard, do you want a break from being dominant ever? No. And w- then why not? Like, that's something that, like, blows the mind of submissives, I think.
0: I will admit it gets harder. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it... Maybe it's different for some Doms, but it does take like conscious effort. But I, I, I kinda hope not. I think that's kind of the appeal of this type of dynamic is it's both sides doing explicit conscious effort. Um and that gets harder when life is hard. But uh I don't know. I don't know why why would it make you wanna stop though? I don't I don't even kinda get the question.
1: Um I think from the submissive perspective, it's because it's a heavy responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, you agree that it's a heavy responsibility, sure. right? I do. Um, so then, when life is hard, you have, it's easy to feel like you have, you're overwhelmed by responsibility. So why wouldn't you want to drop some of that responsibility for a day or a week or what have you?
0: Sure, but responsibilities that don't matter to you.
1: Hmm. Certain things within DS are... I think, pretty obviously, well, at least to us, are very important responsibilities. So, um, and I don't know, maybe it seems silly to call this DS, but, like, if if you are having the worst day ever and I have, like, a true panic attack, I still know without a doubt that you want me to go to you so that you can help me deal with that. Uh, That's a very heavy responsibility to deal with especially if you're already in a bad spot um but that's not i just know that's something that you would never I don't ever think
0: stuff like that's a heavy responsibility
1: you don't think that's heavy no how is that not heavy
0: how is that heavy
1: um because it's like vomiting emotions at you so and if you're already emotionally exhausted like
0: the only time that stuff is exhausting is if it's like like uh there's something wrong with you like with me
1: oh like like i'm asking for more from you
0: yeah but i mean even then like that makes it harder but not it doesn't meet a threshold i guess is what i'm saying
1: well hmm. anyway my larger point was that so there's big things with that are within india there's also little things like um you know picking out my clothes sometimes or my food like why don't you want to be like get the fuck out of here with that like mm. do you see what i'm saying and i think it just comes back to like what this question really gets down to is like how is me being needy not too much when you're overwhelmed that's really i think what we're, what submissives are trying to ask when they ask that
0: so when we're saying life is hard i think what we're actually saying is when i'm depressed Um and I Okay. I I think so. And I think maybe there's a magical person that exists that doesn't get depressed, but I've never met them. I think everybody get depressed gets depressed. I think it's a a normal natural function of the human brain. Um and I think the reason that question is kind of flummoxing is like take DS out of it and ask the same question. Like, is it hard for you to be my boyfriend when you're depressed? Is it hard for you to be in a relationship with me when you're depressed? Like, mm. I think the question stems from self-esteem and a doubt that, again, like, I'm just doing all of this for you.
1: You know, this isn't my question.
0: Sure, but don't you?
1: Um. Yeah, I do, like, I do, like, sometimes still, like, struggle with... Like, if you're having a hard time, like, feeling like I'm not, like, I'm adding to your problems, like, I'm feeling like a burden, sure.
0: Yeah. And I think, I would be lying if it, if I wouldn't say parts of it aren't harder, but when you're depressed, everything is harder. Sure. But that doesn't mean it's not worth doing. It doesn't mean, I, I, I think the only, the only case that that question would be true is if the dom has, like, a like a serious um, psychological depression issue that needs like to be depression. yeah, immediately addressed with therapy and meds and stuff.
1: I feel like it's like, like, I guess I think that is like the truest answer, but it almost feels like a non-answer though because it's like, basically what you're saying is it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like to a submissive that's not an answer.
0: <laughs> Why? Um... What other answer could there be? Um,
1: I think the answer could be that, um, we would try to put our DS on hold until you felt better.
0: But that's not the question. The question is, why is it worth it? What other answer could there be? (laughs) What other answer could there be? Why don't you want a break besides it's worth
1: it? Um, are you saying it's still preferable over taking a break? Of course.
0: Like it's not like, it's not like a like a luxury that's engaged with for fun when you're able to. I think if that's all it was, it wouldn't have very much meaning.
1: Well, and I suppose like that might happen for kink. Sure. Like, I, I mean, I guess it depends. But like, there certainly are times when there's like life is stressful in a way that it like ruins our sex drives and stuff. Yeah,
0: that can happen.
1: Um. Yeah. I guess I don't have anything else to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, what about DS makes that a different question? Like, why wouldn't you have the same question for a vanilla relationship?
1: Um, because, uh, you kind of have to do more than, like, if you were just my boyfriend. And so, like, um, if I were asking you, like, hey, would you like to not be my boyfriend right now because it's hard? Like, what are, like, boyfriend responsibilities?
0: But I don't think that's true. That's how we're boyfriend and girlfriend.
1: I don't understand.
0: Like how we wouldn't be happy together if we didn't have DS.
1: Right. So you're saying that to you, if we were to pause our DS, it would be pausing our relationship. Of course. Hmm. I mean, yeah. Like <laughs> like we could like successfully be vanilla for a couple days. But we could like, I don't think we could say like, well, you don't have to do I mean, weird. we
0: did that when we lived at the other place. Like, do you think we were like actually connected
1: um i loved you of course (laughs) um right like it certainly was a it was difficult um but and that's the i guess that's kind of the funny thing too as i said like we were like 90 percent on hold like we weren't entirely like we maintained certain things um so
0: so it's like why would i like how could like ending our relationship make it better when i'm stressed out
1: because you wouldn't have to deal with this. <sighs> but then I,
0: then would have to deal with like not having a connection with you.
1: Yeah. You're so sweet. <laughs> um no, and this is silly and nobody cares, but um <laughs> when I say that we like to put 90% on hold, of course that's not true. That's me talking about our rules. Um we still We've all in the in the sense that we've always interacted in a certain sort of kind of way, L- like you get what I'm saying.
0: Kind of, but
1: like when I say what we put on Rugal, what we put on hold was punishments.
0: Yeah, I think for that period of time, though, we were both kind of just dead to the world. I think it was worse than you.
1: Than I remember.
0: Yeah, or allow yourself to.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: And it's not like I could see someone hearing this and interpreting it as, well, you have to or else you're going to lose the girl. But that isn't all my, what I'm trying to say at all. It's.
1: I don't understand what you're trying to say. What you meant by that.
0: Someone could hear what I said, like, DS is part of our relationship. So to put that on hold would be to like, put our relationship on hold. Mm -hmm. So someone could interpret that as. Oh, Oh, that your
1: motivation is just to not lose me at all. Yeah.
0: Um, and I, Like, that's the thing. <clears throat> Maybe it is come back to that point where I, I, how can I explain to you the validation I feel out of it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. Well, right. And it's it's not like, right. I, I don't know. I, but uh, well, I understood what you meant. Mm-hmm. Like, you would lose the, it's not that I would lose a connection with you and therefore I would be out wandering. It would be that you would lose your connection to me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right, I got
0: it. All right. That is the end of the podcast. Until next time, goodbye.
1: Bye.